a show dedicated to athletic development. We believe that we are one team with one fight. TrueGrind's mission is to empower athletes by using the weight room to teach the mindset and mental fortitude to succeed on and off the field, where we focus on developing powerful quality movements, understanding intent over intensity, and mastering the concept of lead small, where we share the unvarnished truth, even if common sense tells us otherwise. Your host is Brandon Janeka, owner of True Grind Systems, a sports performance gym in Austin, Texas. This is Grind Time number nine, and I'm your host, Brandon Janeka. Should I play summer baseball? It's mid-May right now, so spring is winding down. Um, summer's approaching fast. In about four weeks, it'll be full swing. And I get this question every year. And basically, the, the, the athlete is, is trying to find the right balance, um, the right balance between de- physically developing, um, developing muscle, developing strength, movement, range of motion, balance, stability, and playing the skills getting the chemistry, the team chemistry, the, the baseball IQ, and, and gaining the experience of on-the-field playing. Um, the thing we have to realize that that balance is, is different for each player, and it's constantly changing. It changes from day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month, and year-to-year. Um, this balance is important. This balance is what, every, what everybody should be trying to find, that equilibrium between developing physically and playing the sport itself. And I personally believe that we should never stop doing either. Um, whether it's, it's developing the body, even if we're in season, we're playing, we're, we're, we're working out twice a week or, or you know, working on uh, establishing or, or maintaining movement patterns, maintaining strength, or if we need to um, not play competitive baseball and really focus on gaining lots of strength, gaining weight, good muscle, um, establishing great movement patterns. Um, but even then, you know, we're not, we're not completely putting the ball down. I don't believe we should ever completely put the ball down, even if we're playing catch like we're seven years old, um, doing something, um, not necessarily playing competitively on the field, but, but at least, you know, taking some hacks in the cage and, and, and playing catch. Um, the thing that we must understand about baseball is, the sport itself is is not good for developing the body. I mean, it's a it's a one sided, violent, repetitive motion um, that 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 takes a toll on the body. The swing and the throw is very harsh on the body, especially when you think about how many times a baseball player does it uh, on a yearly basis. I mean, the throw alone, the the uh, the speed of the motion from the layback phase to the to the release of the baseball is the fastest movement recorded in all sports, and you're asking the shoulder joint a um, a, a a a joint that is meant for mobility, not stability, to really really uh, take really uh, hang in there and really hold strong during this, this movement when, when the shoulder is really not meant to do that. Um, without, without strength, without proper movement patterns, with, uh, w- without maintaining or, or developing physically, uh, compensations will end up happening. And, and, and that's why year-round baseball is bad uh, because 
those compensation patterns, if they become chronic, short-term, they're great. Our body's ability to, to make short-term adjustments is, is awesome. But when those compensation patterns become long-term, when they become chronic, um, it can create bad things. Uh, muscles get overloaded, joints get overloaded, they get overworked, uh, breakdown begins, and eventually injury will, will happen. Um, uh, speaking of movement, making sure movement is, is, is sound, baseball is movement, right? So by perfecting movement, by, by gaining strength on top of, of the foundation of proper movement patterns, um, we, are, we are directly affecting on the field performance because baseball is movement. And I just recently did a study um, in-house with, with uh, all, the, uh, all the guys that I, that I train at True Grind Systems, and I just looked at the, the ability to hinge, the ability to push the hips back, the ability to engage the backside, uh, use the big powerful muscles to, to, uh, to produce force. And I looked at high school guys and under and then above high school guys. Uh, 35% of 18 and under, so high school and under, could properly hinge. 35%. Just over 3 out of 10 guys that walk into the gym for the first time could hinge effectively. Now, I, I look at the college guys, so uh, 19 and older college and pro guys, and we're over 80% of our guys. Now, does that mean that, that that's what separates the, um, the lower-level guys from the higher-level guys? I don't know if it's everything, but, but it does make a difference. I believe fundamental movement patterns coupled with the drive and determination gets you a lot further than just drive and determination alone. Um, so we really, really make, need to make sure that we, we not only play the sport, but we have to develop the body, have to develop movement patterns, have to develop muscles, range of motion, all that good stuff uh, in order to, to play this game long-term um, pain-free. Um, so th that's what we're going to discuss today is, is, is trying to find that balance between developing the body and playing the sport. Um, I've broken down this question into three different age groups. We have the pre-high school guys, so 14 and under. We have the high school guys, and then, uh, and then the college. Um, we're not going to talk about the, the collegiate athletes today. I'm going to get Scott Lacey back on, on the program. He's our college pitching coach, and I'm going to get his insight on, on what he tells his guys when they ask him, should they play summer ball or not. But moving on, let's, uh, let's, talk, let's start with uh, pre-high school, so 14 and under. Now, 14 and under guy comes to me and says, um, should I play summer ball? First thing I'm going to ask is, are you playing fall ball? Um, if you are planning on playing fall ball, I'm assuming that you're going to play spring ball, and that makes you around baseball, and we already discussed why that's bad. Um, that's bad because baseball doesn't develop the body the way it should. It's a violent, one-sided, repetitive motion. Um, fastest motion in sports of throwing a baseball, especially you're a pitcher. It can really take a toll on the body, and we can create breakdown uh, well before we, we reach our peak in the sport. Um, so if you do plan on playing fall ball, I'd, I'd recommend finding other hobbies, you know, take the summer and, and you're, and you're young, um, swim, you know, wrestle martial arts. Um, maybe you just focus on strength and conditioning, which is great. Um, absolutely get in the gym, um, go find a professional, um, who focuses on, on, on strength and conditioning for baseball players. Um, absolutely. And, and 
if you are playing year round, the other the other concern I'm going to have is is being burned out, especially at that age. Um, this game is fun. Um, at that age, it's not a business. Uh, shouldn't be a business. And and the main main goal for for 14 and under is keeping it fun. Um, if you're not playing fall ball and you want to play summer baseball, I say go for it. Um, <laughs> pick a right team that 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 you like, that you uh, gel with, that uh, that is competitive and is going to make you better. Uh, find a coach who's who's more focused on development than than winning trophies, and and go have fun. Uh, next question I would ask is is do you have pain? Do you have pain uh, during or or after you play? If you're not playing fall ball and you don't have pain and you don't have pain, go for it. Go play. If you do have pain, stop. Uh, you should not be having pain this young. Um, go find a professional. Get a uh, go find a strength coach, a PT. Make sure someone who who specializes in the sport of baseball. Um, probably going to need to do a, a full movement screen. Make sure we can um, identify any any range of motion issues or, or movement issues that are causing an overload in, in certain areas. Um, and, and, and so we can start to get those fixed. Um, after that, uh, the last question I would ask, uh, a 14 and under guy is, are you athletic? Are you among the fastest, strongest? Do you move the best or are you clumsy, slow? Are you underdeveloped? With bad or with bad mechanics, someone who struggles with mechanics, and I know you're thinking mechanics. Well, if, if mechanics are the issue, then maybe I should continue playing, or maybe I should continue, you know, working on those mechanics. But at that age, I would almost, I would almost argue that that those bad mechanics are coming from from a weakness, from an inability to move, from a lack of range of motion. So you can work mechanics all day long. But if your body can't physically do what your coach is asking it to do, then you're going to get nowhere. You're going to bang your head against the wall. You're going to get super frustrated, um, and, and the game's going to become not fun. You must have a base level of strength in order to have solid mechanics. Um, I mean, if you want to throw hard uh, with accuracy, you, you better have balance and coordination. If you want to hit hard, you need to be able to hinge and rotate at the same time on one foot. So if you're not among the, if you're not athletic, um, if you're underdeveloped, clumsy, slow, maybe, maybe you do need to focus more on, on developing, um, strength and developing movement patterns and gaining that athleticism. Um, that might, that might work out best for you, um, uh, and there's always going to be a balance. There's always going to be a balance. Maybe, maybe if if you don't have pain and you're not playing fall ball, maybe you're doing both. Maybe you're playing a little uh, baseball and you're working on on gaining that athleticism. Um, maybe you're putting your your athleticism slightly ahead of of the baseball. Maybe you're working out three times a week, uh, playing on the weekends, playing two weekends out of the month. Uh, maybe one practice during the week, but your main goal is is gaining that athleticism in the gym, um, not necessarily playing the sport, but but you continue to play because you're going to take the fall off and you don't really have pain. So there's there's tons of things to consider for that age. Um, um, and, and it's just it's ultimately and this is what I tell all the athletes. It's ultimately um, you and your family's decision. Um, I'm here to to do everything I can to educate and to 
you know, answer any questions and, and to help guide you, um, to, to the, to, to the proper decision. But ultimately I support all of our athletes, no matter what they choose and, and, if they want to play, then then I'm gonna do everything I can to keep them safe, keep them healthy, um, make sure their movement is 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 sound, and and wait for the off season, and so I can really break them down and and, and get some good gains. Um, moving on to uh, to the high school. Um, high school is a little bit different. It, it's it's kind of the same, but it's a little bit different. Um, you know, high school guys, should I play summer ball? Um, first thing I'm going to say is, are you playing fall ball? Um, that question is a little little loaded because they need to know their high school schedule. They need to know their pat, the high school's pattern, what the coach likes to do in the fall. I mean, how many games are they playing? Are they scrimmaging? Um, are they inter-squatting? Uh, they need to know these things because – there's only so many reps an athlete can take per year. And so if they have an idea of what they're going to do in the fall, then we can make the, a better decision for, for in the spring. Uh, they need to know how intense these, these games are. They need to know if they will play. You know, does the coach use these scrimmages as getting the, the second and third string some reps in? And the first string, it's, it's really not intense. If you're in front of the front, uh, if you're the first string, maybe you do play summer ball because you know you're, your, your workload during the fall is not going to be that high. Um, uh, you just you will have to account for 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 the fall. Um, you're more than likely not playing fall ball for a select team, but but high schools these days do play competitive fall ball. They will scrimmage other teams. They will do a they will do a World Series type um, event with with uh, with inter squad scrimmages. Um, you just you, you you need to know those things to to help you make the right decision. Um, the next question that I would ask is, what position are you? Um, you know, if you're if you're a pitcher, if you're a PO, which I really don't believe in 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 creating pitchers only in high school. I think that should be saved for for later on um, past high school. I think you can start to hyper specialize after high school, but nonetheless, there are POs in high school and there's really no whole lot I can do about it. So if you're a pitcher, then, then the three numbers that you need to know is the, the three, four, five rule. And this rule I got from Mike Reynold, um, Boston Red Sox PT, former Boston Red Sox PT. He owns a facility up in Boston, um, champion performance, awesome dude. And, uh, and this is, this is what he found. This is what the studies found. For, for youth athletes, so for high school and under athletes, you are three times more likely to be injured if you pitch over 100 innings. So you need to know how many innings you pitch in the spring, about how many innings you'll pitch in the summer, and again, you need to know your fall schedule so you can, you can make that best guess. Um, you are four times more likely to get injured if you consistently pitch over 80 pitches per game. So again, you need to take a look at your coaches, take a look at your team. Do they have a pitch count on you? Are they are they more concerned about developing? Are they more concerned about your longevity versus getting trophies? Um, if you're a guy that's going to be pitching, you know, 120, 130 pitches per game at at 15 years old, um, you're putting yourself at risk. In the in the last of five times, you are five times more likely to get injured if you're playing if you're pitching competitively for over eight months out of the year. 
So again, you need to take that in consideration. You need to know your fall schedule. You're going to probably be playing um, here in Texas. It's probably four weeks of competitive baseball. So one month, uh, if you're playing all spring, all summer, you just you just need to uh, you you need to know how many months you're, you're you're pitching. So again, three, four, five, three times if you're 100 innings or more, four times if you if you average 80 pitches a game, and then five times if you're pitching over eight months. Uh, if you're a catcher, you know I, I was a catcher. Um, had injuries all my life. When I was 12, I had surgery. Um, dealt with knee pain all all the way through high school. I was the guy who played year round. I played spring, played summer, played fall. Never wanted to stop. Never, never took time off um, to really, really develop my body. Even though I did work out when I was when I was 12 years old, I started working out. But I I, I never I never dialed down the baseball. I just I just started working out, and and that ultimately led to my departure of the sport. Um, senior year of high school, um, my knees just couldn't take it anymore. Um, because I had surgery on my elbow when I was 12, I, I never, I don't think I ever fully established uh, the the arm strength that that I was that I was capable of. And and you know, a catcher is a, a very very unique position in sports. Um, I'm a little biased. I love the position. Um, <laughs> it is it is by far my my favorite position in sports. And and I think uh, I look at a catcher as as the movie director of of baseball. You know, it's it's they're behind the scenes. No one really notices them, but they but they have a lot of control of the game. Um, and I love that. Um, a lot to ask of a asked of a catcher, and if they do their job, no one notices them. Um, but they do they do take a beating back there, um, especially in the Texas heat. You know, uh, two three games a day, um, hundred degree weather. Um, squatting that much, throwing that much, it just it breaks down the body, and then you add a little dehydration, a little malnutrition, um, and and that body breaks down quicker than people think. Um, obviously, a, a right fielder is going to have uh, a little less wear and tear on the body than a pitcher or a catcher. So again, that's just something to take into account. Um, and then, do you have pain? Do you have pain during or after? Um, if you do have pain. Again, go seek out a professional. Find someone who's going to do a movement screen. Find someone who specializes in baseball, um, and find someone that you trust and, and who has who has a record of of helping helping baseball players. Um, and yeah, you should you should not be playing through pain. Um, if you are, there's something there's something going on, and we need to make sure we fix it. Um, Next one is, are you strong? Are you quick? Are you developed? Do you have good mechanics? You know, just like uh, the pre-high school. Um, is your body prepared to handle the physical demands of baseball? You know, when we get into high school, the it, it, it picks up. The speed of the game picks up. So so we need to make sure that our body can can withstand that. It gets fast. It gets hard. Um, guys, are, guys are throwing harder. Guys are hitting further. The speed of the game just gets quicker. And are you developed? Can your body handle that? Um, if, if you can, great. If you can't, you're not going to be able to do that by playing. Okay, you have to develop strength. You have to develop speed, quickness. Okay, you have to develop movement patterns. You have to develop all these things to, to, to help supplement baseball 
Um, because baseball, again, baseball does not do a good job of developing the body. And so if you don't naturally have these things or you're not working on these things in the off season, then maybe you shouldn't play uh, summer ball. And maybe you should focus a little bit more on, on developing uh, physically, getting the range of motion, the muscles, uh, your movement, balance, stability. Um, uh, yeah. Um, so that's, that's, that's a big point that I want to make sure that everybody understands. Baseball is not good for developing, developing the body. Um, next question is, is where, is your velo where you want it? Um, you know, position, and this is for position players, catchers and, and pitchers. Um, if your velo is not where you want it, then maybe if your velo is not where you want it, then maybe you should, uh, um, again, maybe you should take some time off from the sport. Maybe you should, Get yourself in the gym. Maybe you should work on strength, um, explosive abilities. Maybe you should see if there's a, a a range of motion or a mobility factor that's that's leaving power or leaving velocity on the table. Um, and and you just need to go find a professional that that knows what he's talking about, so so they can uh, assess you, screen you, and see if there's anything anything wrong. That you know sometimes it's an easy fix. Sometimes it's just a matter of unlocking some T-spine mobility or getting that scat moving right. And, and we can, you know, <laughs> we can put on, you know, two, three miles an hour um, in a few weeks just by, just by unlocking the body a little bit. Um, and the next question is, is how old are you? You know, um, uh, a freshman versus an unsigned junior, those are two different things. If you're an unsigned junior, man, um, probably need to play probably need to get seen probably you know need to get in front of scouts um so you can get a job um next year playing for a college playing for a university um if you're a freshman mm, it's not as vital you know uh, especially if you're undersized especially if your velo is not there um Maybe maybe you're you're working more towards um, developing the body than playing unsigned junior. Um, again, never stop developing the body. We should never stop developing body. But an unsigned junior needs to their balance is going to be leaned way towards playing. They need to play. They need to get out there and be seen. Um, and and you know that again, never stop doing either. That's that that's key. You know even if even if we do focus on uh, uh, developing and, and, and we do decide not to, not to play summer baseball. It's not like you should stop throwing the baseball. It's not like you should put the bat down, um, for good for the next three months, continue taking low intensity hacks, continue throwing the baseball, playing catch with your dad, playing catch like you're seven years old and just, you know, having fun with it. Um, um, we, we just, we just never want to stop. Um, but yeah, that's, that's basically it. It's all about finding that balance. Um, just like everything in life, uh, finding the balance between, between the two. Um, there's tons of factors that go into it and, and they need to be, uh, all considered. Um, but ultimately it's, it's the athlete, uh, and his family's decision. Um, 
and that's what I that's that's what I tell our athletes when when they ask me should they play summer baseball. Um, so wrapping up, if I miss anything, um, or if you want to know more, please reach out. Uh, reach uh, you can contact me um, on uh, social media, uh, bjaneka07 on Instagram, uh, Brandon Janeka on Twitter. Um, or you can go to True Gun Systems. I get those messages too. If you're already following True Gun Systems, um, you can you can reach out that way. Um, and if you uh, have a topic that you want me to discuss, please uh, reach out. Uh, let me know. Uh, I'd love to hear what you guys think. Um, and thank you for listening. I'm out. Thank you for listening. To learn more about TrueGuide Systems, go to TrueGuideSystems.com or follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review, and share us with your friends.